Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Taste of Dragons, the Toddcast, the video game podcast that all you boss killers listen to. This week, in my summer terrarium, the last Pokemon opened a cafe. The news is turning cyber. Our tasty topic is healing people. And our dragon this week are bloody ninjas. Gaming company aiding. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. Yeah, so Lewis, you're back for two weeks in a row. I am loving it. Glad to be back two weeks in a row. Boom, boom. You are the boss killer. Uh, if the boss yeah. was coming here two weeks in a row. That's, That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. That's why we brought you back in case. Just I, in case he got back. You I, know? Fi- I figured. I figured. I'm ready for it. Uh, we've been uh, watching one of our friends uh, streaming. Uh, he just got into it, and he's been streaming Sekiro. Yes, yes. Prince the- Baby Boy, check him out. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Prince Baby Boy on Twitch. Uh, yeah, Sekiro, one of the hardest games of the past five years. Yeah, and uh, it's frustrating to watch. Yeah, he's, I get he, stressed out. Yeah, he's been he's been stuck on a couple of bosses here and there, but uh, he definitely got stuck on the very last boss, which I don't blame him because it is four <laughs> oh phases gosh. of completely different stuff all the time. <laughs> For someone who doesn't block or dodge in video games, I can't even imagine. I can't imagine. I that would I would never ever beat that boss no. <laughs> yeah you would pro- you'd, b- you'd break the game out of anger <laughs> frustrating just watching him i'm like no just do that thing do the thing jump again jump again just- and it's more enjoyable watching someone go through that because it kind of it, it makes it a different story where yeah. you're just trying to see like how far can the human will be pushed yeah <laughs> <laughs> he did two full streaming days of yeah. just the boss it was oh like, man yeah like and almost 12 hours probably it was over 12 hours because oh, wow. each one of those days was so was six hours wow the- Whoa. <laughs> there were definitely like reviews of this game that are like this game is amazing and i loved every part of it but the last boss ruined it for me and i'll never play it again yep. it was like that's how hard it was wow like, even people that are like yeah give me a hard game we're like that was mean that was dumb, <laughs> dumb. you did a dumb thing hey, but right before we started recording he completed it so good for him yeah. he's finally the boss killer yeah. <laughs> we should break down the name of boss killer on this episode one day like what does that come from what is that yeah. killing bosses is that like a work thing i don't know i'm just putting it out there we'll think about it put it in the stew it's not about bosses from video games i know but what's the metaphor behind it i mean that's why i'm on this podcast <laughs> for the metaphors looking for things nobody else is i don't answer the questions i just question the answers <laughs> We, we, we have an answer, but we have an answer, Troy. But what what is that answer? Where did it come from? But we have one. Mm, do you? We do. I feel like that was a quote that someone would have written outside, inside of your yearbook, at yearbook setting. Oh, for sure. Most definitely. Never, Absolutely. Never answer the question. Question the answers. T-T-L-Y. Yeah. Never change over the summer. Yeah, K-I-T. K-I-T. <laughs> Uh, so uh, so <laughs> let's get into what we're supposed to be talking about. What, which video is, games? Yeah, I guess so. Huh. So let's do it. Do, 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 do. What are you playing? Oh, man, it's definitely going to be red zoned. Sorry about that, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, no. Uh, but yeah, let's get into it. Um, so uh, Troy and Lewis, um, yes. have you guys 
Have you guys progressed anymore? Have you guys, right. how is The Last of Us treating you? We are two weeks into The Last of Us. And before we talk about it, I want everyone to know we, this is, this is going to be spoiler free. <laughs> That's right. We're not going to talk about the narrative in this game. No story or, or any crazy cool reveals or anything. But uh, there is still a lot to talk about so in much. that game. There is. Um, so much. I'm having a tense time. Last week, I was stressed out. Mm-hmm. I had to walk around. It was late <laughs> at night. The dog was scaring me as it would, as, as she would appear in my peripheral in the middle of the night. I'm like, oh, God. Oh God. I, can't, I can't do this right now, Pepper. I can't. Oh, okay, fine. Let's go pee. Okay, fine. That's, yeah, that's, that's fine. That's, you're, you're doing nothing wrong um this week i found it more tense than than stressful i don't know yeah no i mean it felt the same for me this week uh before coming here actually i was playing uh no a few hours before coming here um i was playing like a specific moment and i just kept having to do it again and again because i was trying to be sneaky i was trying to be sneaky the whole time and then i decided you know what Never mind. I'm going to kill <laughs> all the dogs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I think we're talking about the same moment here. Our dog literally perked up when you said that. She is concerned. Um, she's, she's in my lap right now. I apologize. Um, so that's actually something I wanted to talk to you about is I wanted to focus a little bit on the combat gameplay mm-hmm. of Last of Us. It is kind of like this really diverse set of of tools that they give you Mm -hmm. and they don't tell you what you should do. It's up to you to kind of figure out how to use those tools to get past um, this uh, scenario. But the tools themselves, I think are actually really robust and very unique and interesting for this type of game. When you reach this, this scenario, you can, you can stealth, uh, you can attack, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you can stalk or you can flee. Yeah. Which those four things used in any combination has made for some of the most like really cool improv moments that feel really natural to how I'm feeling. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But what does this have to do with murdering dogs? <laughs> so, I'm asking for a friend. <laughs> that friend is me. Oh, a friend is Pepper. <laughs> Our puppy pup. Um, so I, I came across like a suburban neighborhood. Mm-hmm. It's getting from point A to point B, and yep. there's a couple houses. Some are have a couple floors, and and yeah, there's there's trained dogs who are trained to sniff you out and to uh, attack you, which okay. was a really cool thing that they incorporated into this game. Like do- the dogs, and literally mm-hmm. you can see that there is a trail behind you that they can smell. Right. And which so you can't just hide behind nope. cover anymore. There's no yeah. there's no hiding anymore. But luckily they're dogs. So if you take like a brick and throw it, they're gonna run after the brick. <laughs> <laughs> they're trained, but they're dogs. But yeah, yeah, they're not. They're they're you know post apocalyptic trained. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Squirrel. <laughs> so that was the first time where I really had to test all four of those mechanics because I didn't want to kill any dogs. Like I just didn't have that in me at that point, and I wanted to see how I could like like push the parameters of this game system to see if I could do it. And I, I got pretty far, man. It is two <laughs> floors. It, at one point I'm sneaking around. I'm taking people out one out one by one. That's my, that's my normal go-to mm-hmm. is to sneak and take things, people down. I'm an Assassin's Creed kid. This is just who I am. Fair. Yeah. And then at one point I'm like, well, I can't just sneak around because the dogs are going to stick me out. So I have to strategically take them out. So now came the stalking phase where I would go up to the second floor of the roof, hide in corners, under beds, until I get to a balcony, and I could, like, take out, um, uh, like, the dog's companion from afar with an arrow or, or a sniper yep. uh, gun. Um, and that's where things got a little sad. 
Because if there is a dog with someone walking by it and you take out that person, not the dog, the dog just looks around, whimpers, and then just starts sniffing at the corpse oh. and like <laughs> pawing at it. I'm like, oh, at least you're not dead, bud. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is how it has to be. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, I, I I did the sneaky way first where I like was just trying to like maneuver my way and like if there was someone in the way, I would like distract them or maybe take them out a little bit. And then I got to a point that I kept running into a lot of people in one place. Right. And I kept I kept dying and then I kept coming back. And then at one point I got into an engagement with a dog and two people and then I ended up like outside of a house laying down in the grass <laughs> in the tall grass half dead like bloody <laughs> as hell and i felt that same way and i was like standing and i'm like you know what screw it <laughs> <laughs> so then i got like some proximity bombs i like put one Black near the door starts i put playing. one near the other door i saw someone over there i took out an arrow just <laughs> shot him in the face someone else popped up went, shot him too. you went like full apocalypse now essentially <laughs> and then and then I saw there was a clear way, so I ran towards the house. Yeah. And then there were people chasing me, and I got a shotgun, and I just shot my way through. And then I just kept going down and down and down because it was a part that literally you just kept going down a hill, yeah. but through houses. Right. Um. So it was fun, exhilarating, exhausting. Um. Th- th- this yeah. game kind of highlights something that that I think uh, is is maybe affecting me more as I get older mm-hmm. is like, I don't know how graphically I want to see human beings die is like, I'm Fair. playing the Witcher and you like lob limbs off and stuff. Yeah. And yeah. it's getting to the point where I was like, I don't want you to make that any more realistic. Yeah. Or like, oh, can I fight something that isn't human? Like the plant <laughs> monsters are still a little too humanoid. It's just mm-hmm. like, like the idea of you shooting someone and then having a dog paw at them and be really sad. is just like, I didn't want this in my video game. I can't yeah. like, yeah. I can't like fight bug monsters. That's not okay. I uh-huh. feel better with yeah. bug monsters. Yeah, and it's rough, especially with the dogs too. Because if the dogs get close to you, you can pull out your machete and just and, and yeah. kill them that way. And it's like, oh god! And you can hear them like, Rrr. I don't want that. Yeah, I'm out. Yeah, totally out. Yeah, it's gotten real, real. Like I think in one of the one of the times when I had to come back, a dog jumped at me, and I I shot right at its face. That just instinctually, I didn't think I would get it because I was just like shooting blindly from the hip, essentially. Yeah. Uh-huh. But um. So well, yeah. I think here here's where it that realism is working is because it because it was so kind of immersive because of how the the, the AI was acting. Um, I actively did that scenario without killing dogs, mm-hmm. and yeah. it was it took me an hour and a half, <laughs> or probably longer than it should have. Yeah. But I just didn't kill any dogs. Mm-hmm. Um. But you did until the, the very end. But you did say the game is very on rails, so it's not like, um, I think, whether whether this is beneficial or not, right. the game doesn't reward you for doing that. That's definitely it's, a player choice that doesn't affect it's your... not. Yeah, it's not me who's killing these dogs. Yeah. This is not a game where you're making decisions. You, you To a certain degree with this, yes, uh, it is, you know, Ellie is, is being put through these trials and you're just getting through them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, there is the option of fleeing. I yes. very much so do not need to engage in anyone here. Yeah. I could just run and get to the next section. But I do that at the detriment of not getting collectibles, of not getting supplies. ammo, supplies. And yeah. that's that's where that choice does come in. And so you feel like you could definitely beat the game without engaging with people? I, I, I don't know. Mm. Okay. I haven't beaten it yet, mm. but 
uh, I, I think you, you can choose not to engage with people and be okay. Yeah, okay. you can get through okay. a lot of scenarios without engaging. But like he said, there are so many supplies that you... Uh, and I try to make it r- as real to me as possible. Like I'll try to get through without um, alerting anybody or killing any dogs yeah. or whatever. But then if something goes wrong and I'm spotted... I, I don't back out and try to redo the scenario. I just accept it as this happened. You keep going. And mm-hmm. and at that, like in that scenario that I was talking about, when someone did get me at the very end, they're like, who's that? I'm like, oh man. Like I envisioned that there was just going to be this wild pack of dogs just <laughs> that bonded together, like four or five of them without their masters. And they're just like, oh, did your, did your, did your dad die too? Your mom? Well, let's get together. Let's have fun. We'll be okay. Um, and that all went out the window with that last person who saw me and then all the dogs came back and that's when I fled. I had, I took down two, but then just left the scenario. Mm -hmm. Um, but it's that choice I think that is making me care about those scenarios. Mm -hmm. So yeah. And also like you said, you're not really rewarded or, or not rewarded by killing them or not killing them. Because no. it doesn't yeah, have an no effect XP on the story, yeah. right? There's and, no, there's no like, you know, you go on and then, mm-hmm. oh hey, you know, and, and, hey, at least you know, at least she's, you know, at least she ran away, you know, at least she spared Phil, you know. Yeah. Like, there's no none yeah. of that. There's no yeah. mention of it. It doesn't affect you. There's not like a good or bad meter. Yeah, um, it's yeah. just. It's not like is, oh, you, you collected yeah. twelve dog ears. Here's yeah. a knife. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just this is the world. So whatever it, you decide to do, that's how you do it. And and there is an argument to be said about fleeing. If 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 I had fled, then maybe I wouldn't have used the resources that I used in that fight the med packs when I got bit by the dog the bullets that I the arrow Mm -hmm. so I ended up actually using what I probably wouldn't yeah Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) so that's just how good the game is it's just a way of of saying like you can do this at however you want Mm -hmm. these scenarios and they're both just as good as the other there's no right or wrong answer just do what feels correct in that moment and doing that has so far for me been the most rewarding things in that game yeah no definitely I love it every second of it so far I'm nice. only like 11 hours in, or a little under 11 hours. I oh. stopped counting, but I'm I'm up there. Yeah, yeah. I, I only know because when you save the game and it yeah. tells you. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, how yeah. I count. <laughs> <laughs> I wish more games did that, but yeah. One day, Lewis and I and the rest of us will have a spoiler podcast mm. episode or just a section. Yeah, we'll, we'll note it because there is narrative stuff that we really want to talk about. <laughs> yes, yeah, so bad. We're giving you time to play it. We're but, giving you time exactly. to yes. enjoy gotta, it. Gotta finish it. Gotta yes. finish. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. but that's not this podcast. No, it's not, <laughs> not this episode. Nope. <laughs> it will be this podcast, just not this one. <laughs> well done. Uh, all right, cool. Uh, so, Last of Us Two, second week in a row. Nice. Um, what about you, Joe? What did you play? I played. I played Mr. Driller. It dropped today. I'm going to talk about it next week. It's really freaking great. So be excited if you're a Mr. Driller fan. Secondary to that, I played Pokemon Cafe. Oh, yes. They uh, showed that in a Pokemon Direct last week. Yeah, last week. They showed that and the Pokemon Smile teeth brushing game and like the new Dodo DLC. And Pokemon Snap. That was the big thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, I played it for for a few hours. I played it on my Switch because it dropped about three three hours before it was supposed to drop on iOS. It dropped on their Switch, and I played it on the Switch for a little. Then I went to the iOS, and mm-hmm. yo, I, I have a lot of thoughts. But what, but what you're saying though is that the game that you're playing this week is a new, new release. release. That would be correct. Yeah, <laughs> both of them. <laughs> three technically because it's you know, two yeah. different devices, same game. And what? Oh, um, it's, it, it's also not that good. No, goodness gracious. <laughs> What, it, what is the game? So, uh, Pokemon uh, Pokemon Cafe. It's a really just ridiculous 
backwards Yoshi's cookie. Okay. <laughs> it's just not. Backwards it's, Yoshi's cookie right. sounds like the coolest thing, though. It does. <laughs> Yoshi's cookie was a great game, but it was all lines, and you moved the cookies, and you matched the cookies, and you made uh-huh. lines, and the lines went away, and new cookies dropped down. This is like the cookies already exist. They move around on the board, and you just link them with your finger. And as you're linking them with your finger, they move the whole, everything else in the board moves too. Yeah. So well, it, I, I know it's part of the mechanic of the game. It's just not very fun. It feels bad. It, yeah, it's it's not good. I get it. It just feels bad. Does it feel like there's not enough to it? Does it not actually move when you try to move it? Like what's what is bad about it, I guess? Well, okay. The iOS version actually is extremely intuitive. Actually, when you put your finger down on the thing, it knows exactly which one you meant to click and you're clicking on it and you're moving your hand around. Okay. The problem is, is that it's so touch sensitive that as you're rolling your finger around, whether it's slow or fast or whatever, you're touching all the other cookies. And as you're touching all the other things Don't that are touch in there, the they move. So if you're aiming for one thing to scoop around something, to scroll to another part of it so you can hit two or three things at the same time, you really kind of can't. You can if you're really slow and you very meticulously yeah. move your hand. But there's a timer. But there's a timer, so you really Uh-oh. can't reach the rest of the screen. If you, So you really basically just have to like wreck your hand through your screen, and then you're moving all the cookies and everything all over the place, and you're not really tagging all of them, even though you touched all of them. Is it... Is it like made more for like an iPad? Is it just like there's not enough screen space? It's not a size issue. It's not a size issue because the Switch is a little bigger and playing it like I'll get to it. So ultimately, it's I I do believe it's called the Match Three. I think is what they're kind of called. This is kind of it's it's a it's a it's a take on it, but it's it's not. But it's not okay. Yeah, Um, it's a matching puzzle game. Right. Yeah. There you go. I think my biggest problem with this is is a problem that I have, and it is exclusive to anyone who has played Yokai Watch Wibble Wobble. When you mm-hmm. saw when I saw pictures of Pokemon, Pokemon Cafe, it looked like Yokai Watch Wibble Wobble was a which was an iOS game, which is a phenomenal same kind of game. All these little you know little glowing spirits popped on the screen, and you would take your finger and you scroll across them and you to delete them and then have new ones fall down in your timer and your chain. Mm-hmm. It was a very really well done game, and it was very intuitive. The, the touching basis worked really well. The the power up system worked. It didn't have any of the um, uh, pay to play kind of like parts of it. Right. Um, yeah, it yeah. was just, you know, pay $3 for the game and play the game. You could buy things in the game if you wanted more things, but you didn't need any of those things. It was literally, they gave you the whole game. This game is is much the same type of thing. Uh, you get five hearts, and once you're done with those five hearts, you got to wait half an hour for another one of them to recharge. So you can play it again. Ew. I mm. hate that stuff. Yeah, especially yeah. I'd rather being pay a, tw- right. yeah, especially being a half an hour for each one. Yeah. Jesus. Right. Yeah. I'd much rather just give you $10 for the game so I could just play so the game. Why do you actively want me to not play your game? Yeah, right. like, you're making it so I can't play well, continuously. Well, I could pay you for, it's a free for more game, things. So. It's a free game. Yeah. yeah I could pay you for, for ways to play the game, but it really is. It, it just... It's not good enough for what it is, and I was so disappointed it wasn't Wibble Wobble that because they they got rid of Wibble Wobble uh, at the end of last year, and I was like, man, this is a great game. I used to, it was my go-to when I'm standing in line, you know, just yeah, play for five minutes, move on. This game, I don't even know if I'm going to play for five minutes every day. I'm getting so tired of it already. Wow. Yeah. And, and like, and it's not. It's every every mechanic they add into it just makes it take a little longer, and it's not more fun. So, it's just wait, kind of annoying. So when it comes to the fun, though, I'm thinking the like Pokemon. How how is Pokemon factoring into this game? And more importantly, how's the cafe? Yeah, <laughs> that's the best into part of the whole game. game. So the Pokemon part of the game, the cookies are really adorable. Like the little okay. the little things. Oh okay. my god! Yeah. All of the design of this game is phenomenal. Like Nintendo knocks it out of the park. Whoever designed this game did an amazing job. Awesome. All of this stuff is beautiful, and it all the cafe, the style of how the characters move around, and it's very simplistic. It's not like it's it's sure. not animated to like the gods. You know? No. It's just, no. But it's beautiful and it's very artistic, and they did a great job. 
it's it's great as an iOS game. It's probably really fun if you don't care to play it for more than 10 minutes. It's probably mm-hmm. great. However, as a Switch game, mm-hmm. it's horrible. It, yeah. The touch basis is awful. It doesn't touch. When you put your finger directly on something, it'll pick the one above it. It'll pick the one below it. It'll pick the one on the side of it. Which mm. sucks because you only have so many moves. You're right. doing eight moves. Mm, and sometimes sure. you'll click something and you'll be like, that's not, and you can't unclick it. You can't go, oh, I meant this one. That move's just It's just gone. wasted. So a sometimes move. you lose because yeah. wow. you didn't, yeah. Which is which is sad because that's a bigger screen. So you would yeah, think it'd be way right? more accurate. I, I'm debating on <laughs> downloading it for my iPad just to see if there's a difference in that as well. Uh-huh. Like maybe the bigger screen is the problem. I don't know. It, for the Switch though, it actually lags a little bit more. The The touch basis is nowhere near as good. And it's super uncomfortable holding a Switch. Like with the touchscreen stuff only, and it only works as a touchscreen. You cannot play it any other way, which is totally understandable. It's part of the game. Yeah, right. but it's super uncomfortable. I feel mm. like you need to be like like a professional basketball player to have hands the appropriate <laughs> size to that play can it wrap the, around the whole yeah. thing. I mean, not that you can't hold it; it's just uncomfortable. No, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not meant to be held in that way. If no. it was meant to just be a tablet, they would have just made a Nintendo tablet. Yeah, right. So ultimately, uh, I was super excited, like super duper excited about Pokemon Cafe, and I am not as excited after uh, day two. Not as excited. Well, <laughs> what about Pokemon Smile? Is that on the agenda? I mean, we I gotta have. Totally play that. We gotta have clean teeth, y'all. <laughs> We gotta know. I saw, Sounds I saw, pretty great, actually. Pokemon I'm Smile ready. Good. And then they came out with that trailer for Pokemon Unite. Yeah, that's the one mm-hmm. that looks like a, a Defense Against the Dark Arts. Defense Against the Dark Arts. Le- defense Le- Against the Asians. <laughs> yes, Professor. <laughs> I didn't know Professor Snape was here. He was. Wow. Actually, it's actually uh, Professor Oak. Are they still making that Pokemon Sleep? I, I think I, that came out. I, yeah, yeah, didn't it come out already? I think it did. We should, we should review that. What is going on with Pokemon on these? <laughs> like, <laughs> like anything. These anything avenues. to get that money. <laughs> that, that Pokemon Go came out and just opened up the floodworks. It did. And they're like, wait, people will buy anything with Pokemon <laughs> on it? Make them sleep. Make them brush their teeth. Make them open a cafe. Ah! <laughs> we got them going to parks. Let's see what else we can make them do. <laughs> <laughs> I stand behind Pokemon Go. It's an amazing game. Yeah. Yeah. I still sure play is. that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. They got Pokemon Go to make you leave the house, and now they're going to have a Pokemon brush your teeth game and a Pokemon yeah. go to bed game. So they're going to have like Pokemon wear deodorant game. Yeah. A Pokemon eat better game. Is there I would a, say there should be a Pokemon eat game. Just make yeah. people eat more. Is there yeah. a Pokemon file for unemployment game? Oh, man. I would That's love it. I mean, most of us help. on this podcast can hey. use it. Oh, yeah. Love some help with that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, so that was uh, Pokemon Cafe. Cafe. All right. Uh, so then I will go next. Uh, the game I played, um, I actually was finishing up a game I played a couple of weeks ago, which was Terrarium. Yes. Um, I'm my not to be confused with Terraria. Or, I'm sorry. No, I was playing Terraria. My oh bad. gosh, <laughs> you <laughs> were wrong. <laughs> you corrected me. Thank you. <laughs> so we're here. We got each other's back. Yeah. I was playing Terraria um, a couple of weeks ago, and so um, my my resolution this year was to try to finish more games. That's right, yeah. Brian. So I'm trying to do that with games that can be finished at least. Okay. A lot of games I've been playing, they're just endless. Yeah, so same. Yeah. Really do it or yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, all right, Terraria's got a final boss, even though you can still continue on after that. And there's some other couple of side things. Mm-hmm. There is at least a final boss. I was like, all right, let me at least try to get to that. Uh, so so I went in hard this week, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, I had that up, and then. Um, 
and I have my, my streams that I'm watching on the right hand side. So I'm playing it, watching some people, playing it, watching some people, having a good old time. Yeah. Uh, those bosses in that game are hard. <laughs> <laughs> Not easy. I see you were inspired by watching all this boss uh, boss fight energy yeah. that you wanted to jump on in. Yeah, I was. Uh, and then, you know, seeing all the, the Last of Us uh, people playing as well. Yeah. Just watching some of those streams. And it's like, all right, I could get into something that takes a little bit of you know, a little bit of uh, intuition, a little bit of a little bit of gumshoeness in order mm-hmm. to get through it. Uh, so yeah, let me go ahead and do that because I, you know, I did want to get to the final boss. So I played through it. It took me many, 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 many hours. Uh, but yesterday night, I was able to complete it. So, nice. So now I'm just, nice. Yeah. So now I'm just so going through and, and nope, completing so some Terraria stuff. is done. Terraria is done. It. I did it. I'm doing just a couple of other side achievements right now. But you didn't but I did it. Because that to me seems like a game that is never ending because it's like building yeah. and stuff. So oh, yeah. that's incredible, man. Oh, yeah. I could still spend so many more hours yeah. into my game, you know, in that same world, just doing other random stuff. I could make a new world and still keep yeah. my same character and doing that. Were there credits? Uh, no. There was no credits. But oh. they do, or like, this is... But that, yeah, this uh, is the final the boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. yeah. I okay. got the achievements. You know, you defeated all bosses, blah, blah, blah. Is gotcha. that the one I watched you do? Um, yeah, the the guy with the eyeballs in the hands. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I walked by, like, so many times in the day. I'm like, oh, I'll still play that really cool-looking game. I like your little pet that's floating around, and he'll come out here for you and be like, that's a summon. Like, pet thing, really great. <laughs> <laughs> it just... <laughs> It just sounds like you're playing Pan's Labyrinth. I was, yeah. It was the Pale Man. It's actually yeah. the uh, the last the last boss. It was pretty cool to watch. It was because I ended up I ended up losing the one time Joe walked past me, and I was like, all right. So then I spent the next couple of hours preparing some more, getting some other weapons, getting some other armor, and then I, I went back into it and I I, I completed it. So yeah, nice. it's beautiful. a really good it's a really good game. Uh, if you haven't played Terraria before, it's still beautiful. The bosses. Are, are giants they're not Sekiro levels mm-hmm. but they are very fun and they all have really great designs and that's cool. like 16 bit isn't it mm. uh, like yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it's pixel yeah it's pixel art yeah yeah yeah, yeah the looks, best part about the looks, pixel art is it doesn't really age nope <laughs> yeah <laughs> it looks beautiful yeah. I saw you playing a little bit it's gorgeous oh, yeah, so, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah uh, Terraria is still really good um, and yeah I, I'm really glad to be done with it in quotation marks <laughs> Uh, but still doing a couple of side things and then I can start playing something else next week. So that was uh, my week in Terraria. Uh, and then uh, how about you, Amanda? What did you play this week? So uh, I had a hatchling last week and I made the mistake of not introing my hatchling. So I'm going to I'm going to pretend that didn't happen. Everyone <laughs> in the world who listens to this is just going to pretend that I did it right. Uh, and this is what it should have sounded like. Welcome <laughs> to our new segment, Hatchlings. And uh, Mandy, you have a Hatchling for this week. Go ahead and take it away. I do. Hatchlings <laughs> is the segment where we showcase new and early access indie games. This week's Hatchling is Summer and Mara. Summer and Mara is a single-player farming simulator set on the tiny oceanic planet of Oyu. You play as Koa, a carefree and playful girl tasked with an essential mission to protect her home and the oceans of Mara from the otherworldly corporate expansion of the Elite. The developer Chibig considers it their mission to tell stories by combining adventure, farming, and fantastical settings. Beginning in only 2015, this little studio has only eight employees, and they've already released three other titles. So their three other games are Tiny Planet, Ancora, and Dayland, and they're all really cool because they take like that classic farming simulator, where um, farming simulator, well, I guess farming simulator, um, and then they kind of like tweak it a bit. So one of them is on this tiny planet. And you can like literally run around the entire planet in a minute. So you could, cool. it's just like a yeah. playing on a very large sphere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, but you're still farming, so you can like 
plant things on a curve. It's really pretty looking. That Um, sounds kind of gorgeous, yeah. And much like I talked about last week, the art is all really beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So whenever you meet someone, they they have to stop by in a spaceship because, I mean, you'd know if they were there. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, They all have really cool art styles, and that's how you get the story is from people passing by. Um, but uh, I did I did talk about Summer of Marin last week, so I'm going to kind of highlight, but I only played the intro, so I'm going to kind of highlight some of the stuff that happened since then. Um, the game had a really slow start. I was really worried about it because I was like very <laughs> excited for it, and I already made a video, and I was like, oh, man, what if it's bad? Um, <laughs> but uh, it, it really just, the pace had to pick up. Um, they give you tasks very slowly, and I think I could have handled them a lot faster, mm. where I was like, I hope this isn't the pace for the whole game because I like... I, I, yeah, you want to get through yeah, it. Yeah, you want to yeah. do it. Yeah. But I'm at the point where it opens up and it's really great. Nice. So I have access to like 15 different islands that I can go to. Oh, wow. Nice. Um, there are parts <laughs> that I can go to where I can dive into the water and pick up objects. There, the characters are still really cool. And yeah, yeah, it's been it's been lots of fun. Uh, I definitely have more control over what I'm doing now, which is which has been really great. Nice. Uh, have you found out what happened to the grandma? Yes, I think she's definitely dead. Okay. Uh, because there's a tombstone on the island. But um, at the end of the prologue, not to mention the, the spoilers, it's like the first 30 seconds. Yeah. At the end of the prologue, um, you time skips, and they and part of the game is figuring out what happened. Oh, okay, oh, gotcha. Right, cool. gotcha. Which has right. been fun. Nice, nice. Um, has there? How many hours have you played so far of this? Probably four or five. So okay. I'm like well into the the meat of the game. Okay. Uh, the only thing that I encountered um, that I would say negatively is I definitely have a bug on one of my quests, and in, and the quests are, quests are linear, and they, you have to complete one to get the next one from that same person. Mm-hmm. So the fact that I have a bug means that I can never get another quest from that guy. Oh no. So I'm oh, hoping God. they fix it. Okay. But um, it it is also brand new. So yeah, it just released last week. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, nice. Uh, any other last thoughts that you want to give before before we move on? Um, no, I think I think it's really great. I'm really excited for it. I'm I'm definitely gonna play play the rest of it. Um, so if you were uh, looking for a farming sim and you wanted something set in a tropical island, you want to get like a like a little drink inside of a coconut and play a game on your Switch, I'd recommend this one. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I like it. Yeah, I look forward to hearing about it because I, I I'm very on the fence about it because I also almost kickstarted it way back when and then i was like no I'll wait for it because i'll spend <laughs> i'll spend the extra five dollars you know when it comes out so i look forward to hearing about it so all right cool so that'll do it for our games and that brings us to our news segment news 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 i'm gonna start the news segment i'm just gonna put it out there that uh we're not gonna really report on it this week because we're still waiting but uh, a bunch of sexual abuse allegations are coming out about uh, several twitch personalities and other people um and i personally would like to read more about it and have the dust settle before reporting on it maybe we'll make it a topic for later to discuss but if you listening would like to read up on it please do uh lots yeah. st- of stuff are coming out it's every a, single day it's a developing uh problem yes mm-hmm. that's happening. yeah it's 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 been a problem, but just a lot more people have come out over the last week. I think it's yes. been like at least over fifty allegations. Yikes! Yes. So in the last it, like day or two alone. Yeah, yeah it's been yeah. way more. Glad so, it's coming to light, honestly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So we'll we'll see how it how it develops and where it goes. Um, you know, don't we don't want to report on stuff 
you know, and have it be wrong or have anything go on. So mm-hmm. we'll make it for later. But let's get into the, the true news. Uh, so stop it, COVID. Stop it, COVID. The Tokyo Game Show, which we reported on before, was canceled and has announced, though, its dates for the online-only show now. Awesome. Um, it'll be September 23rd to the 27th for five days of gaming glory. All right, all right. Yeah, so nice. so tune into that. So they're definitely going to be streaming all of it online. Which is I cool. feel like if, if you do a, uh, an actual in-person convention, you're you're just kind of the weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. At this point, it's it's really cool and trendy to do the virtual you're, thing. And yeah, you're the wrong one. Yeah, yeah. and it's, I. Yeah, I yeah. want to see what how you do virtual. You yeah. definitely don't want to be the first one to do a convention. <laughs> yeah, no. Especially because it's it's a gaming convention, so a lot of it really could just be online, and mm-hmm. you can get actually right. probably a lot more people that way as yeah. well. Yeah, so, and if there's a pass, you probably make more money. Yeah, <laughs> from gaming going cyber to punk getting on in on it. Cyberpunk is getting an anime spinoff from Studio Trigger and Netflix. I'm very excited. Yeah, <laughs> that was a really weird statement. Yeah. I tried, and then it just didn't work. I mean, I think it was like punks. It, punks getting in on it, maybe. Yeah, punks are getting in on punks it. Punks are getting in on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it right. said punk. I should have been hey, punks. Man, pluralized. We appreciate you making the effort. I tried. You know? tried. Yes, Greasing that wheel. Yeah, uh, but the uh, studio, uh, which is Studio Trigger, uh, is actually most famous for Kill a Kill and Little Witch Academia. Ooh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Or Academia. Whatever it is, you know, those words, <laughs> words, <laughs> words. Uh, but yeah, uh, it, they all their stuff looks beautiful. So I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it. I think it comes out. I don't even think next year. I think it might be 2022. That's yeah, a long time. It's uh, going to be a 55 year prequel to the game. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I would have done. Give, that, yeah. <laughs> give that game some uh, some time to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then still on the cyberpunk train, uh, the stop gets off on the newest gameplay footage uh, they released. And Troy has all the details. Yeah, they're starting this new feature called Night City Wire where it's going to be kind of like a direct like a Nintendo Direct uh, but it's just cyberpunk news. It's just for this one game. Wow. Okay. <laughs> and it pretty much could be like once a month up until it releases in is, November. Is Keanu Reeves going to host? Gosh, I hope he's so. Just, he just continues oh to gosh. point at the screen. He's like, you're beautiful and you're beautiful. <laughs> you're breathtaking. Yes, yes. That would be amazing. Um, they just they had two developers. Uh, one was very entrenched in the story development of this. And basically, they, they got on to, to, on one hand, announce uh, the news about the anime, but also... Uh, pretty much tell all the journalists that now they can talk about cyberpunk. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that that was the funny thing. It was where they were just no, like, and can. we've had a lot of people who have a lot of opinions on this, and they haven't been able to tell it until now. Yeah. And then yeah. <laughs> it's just been hours and hours of content of journalists coming out with gameplay. Uh, mostly within like the first four hours of the wow. game, yeah. just being like, here's what the game is. Mm-hmm. The game seems super dense. It seems super confusing as to what they're trying to do, but it's from a company who made The Witcher, who we mm. just uh, really uh, trust. Mm-hmm. Yes. So everyone's just like in it already. Yeah. Uh, um, it seems like depending on who you choose or what your background is, you start off in different parts of the city as well, yeah. which is really yeah. interesting. It, they're creating a tabletop RPG, like yeah. the, the closest thing to an actual tabletop RPG you can get yeah. through a video game. I'm right saying now. Like Dragon Age did that, but it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Dragon Age was the first, but whatever. whatever. <laughs> I, never mind. I would say, never mind. Nope. Nope. Do I say it? Okay. I would say some people think Dragon Age Origins was that. But then it got a little too arcadey with subsequent uh, Dragon Ages. 
Cool, cool, cool. <laughs> Guys, I'm good. You're good. I, you're I, good. I can still sleep here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the one new thing they really showed off was a new detective mode. And this is where it's interesting. If you remember uh, Batman Origins had a mode where you kind of like went into the scene and you mm-hmm. could replay the events to see like who jumped where, who left the footprint, mm-hmm. what yeah. fabric. They are taking that idea and running with it. Gotcha. Pretty much you can take a scenario it, it specified scenarios that all fit into the fiction with you know future implants and mm-hmm. living people's memories and stuff it gets real dark and <laughs> sexy <laughs> um, sometimes both um, <laughs> so um, pretty much you can take those scenes and then rewind and fast forward and go through any every single angle what's weird about it though is that it looked so involved that it just ended up looking like software to me. It looked like a like a video editor after mm, a while uh-huh. and stopped looking like a game. It was, I'm yeah. totally down for that. <laughs> I am all about it. Troy's just going to hand the controller to Amanda. All right, this is your part. Like, oh, I don't, I don't get it. You just start coding? Yeah. <laughs> it oh. it kind of sounds a little bit, I mean, uh, more advanced, I think, of what they did in Detroit. Which oh, is, yeah. Yeah, whenever you go into a crime scene, you can literally... See yeah. how everything happened and played out. Mm-hmm. And Witcher senses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Also, uh, Watchdogs as well did it. Yeah. A bunch of companies oh. have done it All recently. Right. Well, maybe, maybe but. this was. Uh, I'm way better at this than I think. <laughs> <laughs> it, it looked scary though. <laughs> but if that's they do awesome. that and they do that well, I think that's a great no, yeah. thing oh, yeah. to awesome. add to the game. I'm yeah. excited about the idea of. I'm having excited that. for the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Definitely. I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna play it on PS5, not PS4. But yeah, still. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. But if you, I mean, if you buy it for PS4, it's free for PS5 anyway. They did yeah. confirm that, right, too, right. yeah. during yeah, they this. They confirmed uh, it for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nice. which is good, which is good, because I already have it pre-ordered. So. <laughs> it's a, it's I don't want to change it. <laughs> <laughs> that involves work. I You're can't right. do that right now. You're right. <laughs> I'm unemployed. I, I, I technically yeah. can't do that right Charizard now. Charizard hasn't helped me out with my DEO Connect. That's right. Okay, <laughs> I'm trying to get the UEI. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, I talked about unemployment, and uh, I'm just yeah. gonna curse. We're just That's angry. Just We're just angry. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, great update there, Troy. Also updating though is Animal Crossing's New Horizons. The summary update: Wave one. You, you get it? Wave. Oh, oh. oh no. I didn't. But like, now I, like, I do. <laughs> yeah. Wow, I actually, didn't. I, I didn't get that. I oh God, I, I was the only one. Yeah. Oh no! <laughs> wow, that's funny. Oh. Like the beach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tell uh, them why wave is funny. Go ahead. Wave, wave is funny because you see, um, the motion of the wave, uh-huh. <laughs> the water uh-huh. uh, comes up, and then uh, because of the weight, the slope of the beach. Oh, I, um, I, I just, actually, I just meant because the new DLC involves waves oh, in the ocean. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. But <laughs> well, anyways, it comes out, um, and it will be bringing something many people have wanted for a while: swimming and diving. Oh, yes. It's bringing something I've wanted for a while, and it's not necessarily swimming; it's swimsuits. Yeah. <laughs> That's I, what you want. I want my beach wear. You I want to look, rock them. I want to look cute. That's <laughs> it. They look like old-timey swim pajamas. Yes, yes they do. The game is very much like you can't take your shirt off. Nope. You're, you're definitely no. going to wear a shirt the whole time. Mm-hmm. So I love the idea of everyone having like Victorian swim trunks. <laughs> I'm for it. I and want then, mine to have frills and I want an umbrella. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness, yes. And then they're bringing in Pascal and they're bringing in Pirates. What's it? Gulliver. 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 There we go. Yeah. <laughs> Which, sure. Yeah, why not? Why, why not? <laughs> this seems to open up. 
uh, it allows you to get new uh, creatures from the deep. You can dive and get starfish. And uh -huh. I think just opening up the beaches or <laughs> open up the beaches. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think just opening up the waters to let us to explore is going to reinvigorate uh, me to want to play the game again, which exactly. I haven't in a while. Exactly. Especially same, if you've same. already completed your museum. This yeah. gives right. you new stuff to collect and it integrates into your existing museum oh, as well. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. So like a lot of the um, the stuff on the floor, you'll actually see them in your existing aquariums that are already in your oh, thing. Oh, wow. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Great. Pretty cool. Um, but yeah, it's it's pretty awesome though. And then they're going to release uh, that. I think it was a July 3rd, if I remember correctly. Yes. Yeah, that's correct. And then, and then wave two is going <laughs> to be uh, in August, I think. So yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, especially because I know many of us have kind of waned a little bit. Yes. Yeah. So it might bring us back. might bring us back. Uh, so, yeah, if you're not sweating enough, though, from that hot news, I got some <laughs> steaming hot news for you. Ooh, Steam, Steam is having their summer sale going on now. Oh. Uh, so if you want a game, chances are it's on sale for some sort of percent off <laughs> right now. <laughs> um, and it goes on until July 9th. I'm writing that down. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a, I got an email earlier that's like, nine of your games on your wish list are on sale. I'm like, I'm sure it's more than that. <laughs> <laughs> You're only learning me to nine right now. <laughs> Cool. I'll check it out. Uh, yeah, definitely check it out. Um, and then uh, if does, you're getting... Does Epic Game Store know that you're making announcements about Steam? Shh, I mean, did you... Did you... <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm about to mention them. Shh. Because oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. if you didn't get incepted with that news to buy games, Fortnite would like you to get incepted with its game to watch Inception. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Fortnite the game is hosting a movie night. It's going to be after oh or before it already, this already goes out. But if this if it does well enough, they're gonna do more. But it they're just, actually oh. doing a movie night of the movie Inception. Wow! It just hit me that I'm gonna watch this. Yeah. Like I, when you mentioned this before we started podcasting, I was like, I don't want to get on Epic's Fortnite to watch Inception. And I actually are? haven't seen Inception. Neither have I. Because oh. the two times I've watched it, once in the theater, I fall asleep. Because I have that weird thing that if uh -huh. the subject matter is sleep, I get tired. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's I, a condition. Look, yeah. I, I immerse yeah. myself in the film and yeah, if people are sleeping. It. You feel it. Yeah, so I've, I've fallen asleep. So maybe if it's in dumb Fortnite with like all the dumb fun things you can do, yeah. maybe I'll pay attention. Or if I'm ever, if I ever was going to finally watch this movie, it seems incredibly cool in the whole most horrible way to do it in Fortnite. <laughs> the way Chris Nolan intended it. Yeah. <laughs> but could you, yeah, it, it won't be the way he envisioned it because you know in the theaters you'd have people get up and walk around so it's yeah. gonna be the same thing just get out the way move oh you're not getting out of the way i'm just gonna shoot you all right go back and thematically you are watching as someone who is watching inception yeah if you, like your character that's yeah. true you're accepting it yeah How will that work We'll find out. Like, Fortnite does that. They put down like a screen. It just looks like a drive-in theater. Yeah. There's like, actually in the a middle of a game. In yeah. the middle, in like an open space in the game. It yeah, just it, looks like a drive-in theater. In the middle of like one, of a match. But that's what they do. No, with no, no, Star no. Wars it's preview. a whole special thing. There's no matches. Oh, you, know, you, can't you don't kill shoot anyone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's I didn't a know whole that. separate thing. I didn't it's it's like did, a concert I didn't venue. Know they did things like that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, they've been doing things like that. I tried playing that game once, and I was like, "This is too complicated for me." Bye. It's cool. It's a cool game. Yeah. It's 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 something interesting and new to do. No, definitely, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. And I love that that they're trying to get weird with it. I think they had uh, Diplo had a, a line dancing party today. Oh yeah, concert, <laughs> uh, which is great. They just had a full Diplo had a concert today in Fortnite. 
though, right? Yeah, they released the line dancing dances so you could dance along to her music. I yeah. mean, yeah. that's awesome. Yeah, and it's pretty interesting because they're also showing it twice as well. It's not just once. So just oh, in nice. case you missed it the first time, you can catch it again then later oh, on that man. night. So. I can't believe I'm going to watch it. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> you really are. You really are. Oh, my gosh. I know. Uh, but Manda now has got some Sony news for us. This I thought was fun is that Sony has, um, they, they used to do this only for private companies, but they're opening it up to everyone. Is uh, They're allowing the public to bug hunt for them. Uh, and uh, they, they said for any system vulnerabilities that people find that they would be willing to offer uh, rewards up to $50,000. Yep. Wait. Sa- okay, go ahead. Which sounds like a beautiful, like, old Western game. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you're like a bug hunter. I imagine, like, one of the bug hunting guys from Pokemon, yeah. but he's, he's got, like, the little cap and the little net, but he's sitting in front of a computer. <laughs> this does feel like a Western. It's like they're putting bounties on their bugs. Yeah. And you have to, like, go right out, find them, bring them back, report on them <laughs> yeah and there's been an entire industry around this for decades yeah uh, yeah companies just pay people hey if you find something please tell us instead of other people yeah fifty thousand dollars is enough for you to be like i was gonna do something bad but you I, know what I mean i do hope that anymore. there is yeah. like an actual incentive that if people are doing this work they will get rewarded that it's not like hey do this and there's a chance we may reward you because that otherwise it's just like getting people to do your work it seemed to imply it it's it wasn't like, hey, this game released, tell us if you can't finish this dialogue option. This is specifically for like, hey, if you're, uh, what did you call them, white hackers? Yeah, yeah, they're white hat hackers. White hat yeah. hackers. If that's what you do and you look at our system and you find something where you can get someone's credit card data or something like that mm-hmm. and you notify us, we'll pay you uh, instead of like you going to the black market and then selling people's credit card numbers. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a little icky to me, though. Because it feels yeah. like people will put in a lot of work and not find anything, but they're not really going to get compensated for the oh, work that they're, yeah. they, uh, you know. Yeah, no, I understand what you mean, but like I said, this has been a thing that's been for decades. So as long as they follow what it what it is, they'll 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 be fine. Okay. But I, I understand your your hesitation because there's no guarantee. Hey, I'm a union member. Okay. That's true. Yeah. Is, yeah. These are the things I think about. Oh, I understand. <laughs> However, just imagine you're a white hat hacker and yeah. that you don't get paid. Well, the next thing I find, uh, it's not going to Sony. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's why it also incentivizes Sony to pay like them. the wild yeah. wild west. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I guess makes a choice point is like, why don't you just pay someone a salary? To oh do yeah, that? no, I understand. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah, but. Yeah. I understand that. Like me. Yeah. <laughs> come on, guys. I need, I need money. I need the Ju- work. Yeah. <laughs> July's coming up. <laughs> uh, well, uh, mixing it up, though, Mixer, unfortunately, the, the streaming service, which is already unfortunate as it is, is shutting down, <laughs> uh, but is partnering with Facebook Gaming to bring all of its people there. Um, so everybody who has paid to come over, like Shroud, Ninja, uh, a couple of the other people that they've paid to come over, um, they're actually... They're going to try to still honor their contracts and still have it be just the same with Facebook gaming, but they're also giving them the option to go back to Twitch or go wherever oh, they Oh, that's want. nice. Oh. So they're not okay. They're not holding them to their contract, but they're not... Because Facebook is a very different thing than Mixer. Exactly. Yeah. It yeah. comes with a lot of connotations. Yes, and, it does. And also is like, I don't know, it's Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> yeah my dad's on Facebook. <laughs> but the Facebook gaming community has been growing significantly, actually, in it really has. positive ways. I've been yeah. monitoring some local streamers and it's actually they're building a pretty cool crew so yes. i mean we who knows we may be on facebook gaming in the future so oh, yeah 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 no, um, absolutely possibly. yeah the, the more people that are that are trying to do things the yeah. better it is for everyone yeah. so yeah. they should have a new name 
That's Fa- not Facebook? Yeah. <laughs> what, what would you suggest? Uh, oh, no, 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 no. I, I don't have any suggestions. Oh, you just think <laughs> we should just, have a new name. Just Criticism. Not that. <laughs> just <laughs> wrong name. Take the Facebook out of it in general. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. probably yeah, yeah. do it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then uh, Smashing Success, Super Smash Brothers, put out the next DLC character trailer, and it is Min Min from ARMS. Uh, if you guys haven't seen the trailer yet, it is really well done. Um, okay. it's, it's all um, animated, like actually animated, cell shaded animation. Uh, they did a really good job on it. Yeah. Well, the most important question: How cute is Kirby? Uh, Kirby is very cute. Oh, okay. adorable! Okay. Right. It's the best thing. He's yeah. wearing her hat. <laughs> yeah. The Rumble hat. Yeah. It's amazing. Yes. Yeah. I, yeah. Did they say like when like that? This is the, they had their first phase of fighters last year. Correct. Are they doing a, a new phase starting yes. with Min- Minna? Yes, they are. Yes, Min- oh, okay. with, with Min-, 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 Min Min. Yeah, this is going to be the very first one of the next fighter pass. Okay. Oh, so okay. the first fighter pass I think had seven characters. Right, this right, next right. one's going to have eight. Great. Oh, wow. cool. it, that's all been right. the best way to play Smash for me. Like I don't play all the time, but when a new character comes out, it's been it's just fun to go in and test that new character. Yeah, it's just the yeah. right amount of Smash I need every three months yeah. or two months. <laughs> Agreed. So I'm for it. I'm for it. Yeah, yeah, also, yeah. we should play. What are we doing, guys? We haven't played Smash in a while. We, we have to play. It's true. I agree. I yeah. need to take this Brian guy down and his <laughs> ice climbers. It's because I got second place in our tournament, and I didn't want to lose that high. I was like, no, no, I'm never going to play again. I'm going to go out on almost the top. <laughs> um, and then uh, that'll do it for the news. But now we have our the best segment, which is Turn Up For What? Turn Up For What? Uh, and this week, it's with Joe from Katsusando. Hello, and welcome to another wonderful week in Animal Crossing. This week brought us new meteor pieces, the end of wedding season, and snow for the southern islands out there. With June almost gone, it will be once again time to say goodbye to a bunch of critters and crawlers. In the northern islands, the bugs and fish leaving are as follows. The cherry salmon, the char, the common butterfly, the yellow butterfly, the peacock butterfly, fireflies, ladybugs, centipedes, violin beetles, and the pill bug. The southern islands will only be losing one fish, the pike, Mostly due to the winter months and the falling snow all over their islands has already chased everything away last month. An electrically charged collab from K.K. Slider and Architect brought us the sweetest Animal Crossing compilation. K.K. Slider's static-filled tunes recorded on Architect's Tesla coils is a match made in electronica heaven. Check it out, it is pretty darn cool. And now, on to the turnips. This week, as reported by the Sow Jones. While turnips started this week selling at a low of 92 bells, prices soared midweek, selling as high as 607. And that's it for now. This is Joe from Katsusando signing off and reminding you to look up for the shooting stars, watch your step to avoid pitfalls, and always, always save your rusted parts. Back to you, dragons. Turn up for what? It's the best segment. Thankfully, there's a new wave coming out, so we got more to put into So yeah, that'll do it for our news. And that brings us to our Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic. Wow. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's the best. <laughs> Got to breathe deep for that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Got to breathe deep to go high. Hey. <laughs> uh, and this week's Mighty Morsel Tasty Topic is going to be brought to us by Manda. It is. It is. So um, I don't know if you guys have heard, but a video game was recently released called Endeavor RX, and it's the first video game that is legally medicine. Ooh. Whoa. Yes. This, video, this game can be uh, prescribed to treat. Uh, it's FDA approved to treat ADHD. Wow. Interesting. Okay. So what I thought would be fun today is if we made up our own video game that can be used for non-entertainment purposes. Uh, any non-entertainment yes, purposes. Yes, any non-entertainment purpose. 
Oh. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right. Well, first of all, that's really cool they made a game that's yeah. medicine now. Yes, that's absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Le- legalize video games. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a phrase I never thought I would hear. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> Ever. Uh, but yeah, so, so, so what do you guys want to get into? Do, are, we going, are we thinking like, you know, because uh, they, you know, they have like Surgeon Simulator, which like the first one kind of was a Surgeon Simulator, but the next one really is it. But they do have things out there where they where surgeons do um, a train in order to work on cameras and, and to do it endoscopies and stuff like that. Um, is there any other like type of, of, of things that could help with? I mean, we, we have kind of touched on this. Gaming has helped my driving. So okay. if there is a surging driving simulator, <laughs> oh, like an un no no an unironic student driver simulator, like it's not uh-huh. there's no pedestrians for you to run over. There's no uh-huh. like it's not a race. You're genuinely getting in a car, and then you have to put your seatbelt on, and then you have to like check your mirror, and then you got your hands on two and ten, and then you have right. To, like, but just... what if what if you are like you're you're learning how to drive the ambulance so we can mix in like a sur- the surgery okay. simulator into it or you have to do surgery while driving okay that's just a different game we're, we're, we're making this game <laughs> we're that, all making this, this is, yeah. that, that's yeah. just, that's just, that sounds like a super fun game yeah. surgery while driving yeah, yeah. Well, what else could we add to this this yeah, this game see that's 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 interesting though because like Especially because, okay, I think we could add VR to it. Oh, that would be much better in VR. Be way better in VR. Most definitely. I think you should have to check the levels of the person you're doing surgery on. So there should be buttons behind you and all these different, like, leveled things where you should be also paying attention to the road. You're, you're, yes. you're, you're you know still what? the driver in this so game. Or you're or two you're not just the driver. This should be a multiplayer game. Yes. Where one person's driving, and yes. then if they drive badly, you bounce, so you can't do surgery. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. But it sounds like there's also uh, an IT person, or there's an IT element, because I think games could also help in the real world with people that are trying to... like. Uh, uh, what is it? The bomb game to fuse this? Oh yeah, yeah. thirty uh, seconds till it explodes. Keep talking and no, keep, and no keep, one, no, no explodes. Yeah. And, yeah, no one explodes. Keep talking, okay. no one explodes. Anyway, but that that is a game where you kind of like have to use like like decoding progress yeah. and things like that. Uh-huh. Uh, so I think adding that element into say say you're using the defibrillators and then the machine stops working, you have to fix the machine in order to get the shock oh, back in order to yeah. bring the person back to life while driving them so to the hospital. You're saying you're yeah. in a post-apocalyptic ambulance because the, 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 the technology isn't very good. I'm sure. You're like, you're like fixing it as you're going. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, you, you have to also build it, I guess. And that's why the roads are bad. <laughs> Yeah, and each patient's different. One of them could be a mutant. The yeah. next one could just be, you know, your wife. Like it could be different things all the time. It's true. One's wait, a wait, dog. Wait, wait, wait. Why'd you go? Why is mutant and wife your first two? Uh, I don't know. I really. Ryan, <laughs> his brain just what, jumps uh, to mutant and wife. There's, there's any, there's a endless possibilities. There you is. go yeah. mutant and wife. Just I did. Saying. I mean, I don't know. Those, those are two <laughs> different. Po- those are those are polar opposites. Yeah. Ah, oh, there it is. There <laughs> it is. That's Good what save. I could think. See, Good save. We had to give you that time just to kind of figure that out. <laughs> She doesn't look convinced, <laughs> but let me tell you. But I'm... it's the truth. <laughs> You'll know how convinced I am by how many clubs I leave in. That's right. <laughs> She's going to be adding ones in from previous weeks. It has nothing to do with this week's episode. <laughs> You'll just sound like you don't know how to talk human talk. <laughs> It'll well, be really, that's not going to be that hard, <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> that again, you heard that sentence earlier. Yeah. That wasn't human speak. <laughs> so maybe we also need to add to this game like a talking simulator or something like almost like a guitar hero where like the words come down 
and you have to like hit him at the right time maybe in order like to a dating know how to sim? speak like, like your okay. dates okay. in the ambulance with you okay, okay so your dates maybe in the passenger seat okay you're the one driving but it's also kind of like like you were talking about uh, keep talking and nobody explodes the only person who's in VR is the driver. Mm. So he has to let the people know that are doing surgery, hey, it's going to be a hard left coming up. Mm-hmm. And he's going like that. Oh. I'm, you know, We're about to break. Brace so, yourself. So this but is almost... Yeah. What if it's not a dating simulator? What if you're having a difficult conversation with your girlfriend? Like like you were having a, a relationship talk. Yeah, we're having like simulator. a really h- hardcore... Yeah. This is starting to feel like where I think Overcooked needs to go. <laughs> that's that's, that's actually legitimately where I thought yeah. I was thinking like over ambulance. Like foreplay. Foreplay. <laughs> Player, one person's driving and you're having dialogue options with another person in the front seat while you're also giving cues as to where any bumpy road ahead to the surgeon in the back who's working with the IT to make sure the equipment works while they do surgery on a mutant wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd play that game. It's pretty yeah. good. Yeah. And then, and then your boyfriend's next to you and he's like, why don't you ever defend me when your mom talks about me? And you're like, well, it's really more complicated than and that. I'm, and I'm like, hon, I'm just trying to stay on the road. It's icy. <laughs> why does you refute to me as a mutant? I don't know. <laughs> and that's how we can bring in the socio uh, commentary. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, oh, the road's bumpy. Oh, yeah, of course, the road's always bumping when I ask you yeah, these yeah. questions. And, and this game is supposed to be for not entertainment because yes, that's is- very entertaining all around. Listen, well, depends on where you are in the conversation. <laughs> there is that term that I want to give you, which is edutainment. Edutainment. <laughs> It's fair. And it is just a, a synergy of those two things. It We're is. just expecting, with the way 2020 is going, for the apocalypse to start at any moment. So really, I think this is very applicable. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's this mul- makes sense. Yeah, this multitasking. You know, you got your multitasking. You know, you got your driving. Relationship building. Relationship building. Also, the, the Loch Ness monster appears out of the lake next to you. And you, you got to deal with that, too. And then, and, then, and then you have to take your rifle and start aiming. <laughs> yeah, but then you realize it just has... I don't know, pneumonia. Yeah. Ooh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> oh, man. No, too soon. Oh, man. Too soon. Sorry. Sorry. Just, just having a game that, that isn't based around shooting things, I feel like is infinitely more educational. So is it is it funny that like a game where you're driving an ambulance while arguing with your girlfriend and someone's doing surgery in the back seems more realistic? Is that weird? If it's, is it or weird seems, that it seems, seems realistic? It seems less realistic, <laughs> yeah. guess, which is the weird part. Uh, but... Also, I, I also think it's funny that we were, we were trying to make a game to like help real world things, and we made the most non as, asinine yes. fantasy adventure. You started, I think you of. started to, and then you went, you know what? That's boring. <laughs> we're giving you the taste of dragons. Yeah. <laughs> That's what we're taste. doing. Well, Do you win this game by saving the life of the person in the back, or are they better off just letting go? Uh, mm. I don't think there's a winning yeah, to this. I think no it's a go as far as you can before yeah. you oh, fail. This is a survival. Oh. That's oh, what I think. Always yeah. failing. You mm. always fail. I think it's like uh, the Kobayashi, Kobayashi Maru. Maru. Yes, it's just it, you, you decide just... which part of this entire no, simulation see. you want to win. The oh, argument with yeah. the girlfriend, see, this is where, saving the person's see, life. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Getting where you have to get exactly to. because you may not save the person, but you save your relationship. Yeah, and that's still oh. a win. Hey, that's a win, but also a loss. But that's a personal win, but that's a you know, you know sorry, you know, sorry. <laughs> but then your entire relationship is overshadowed by the fact that someone died behind you, or it's brought closer because of you understand oh. the because meaning of, of life. Death. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, I get that. Or you realize, oh, I really got to break up with this person. <laughs> uh, but at least I saved a life, you know. Hey, yeah. I, got, I got to see Nessie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. That's, yeah, that's how the game ends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you, take a, you take a picture of, of Nessie and then that's it. 
just to point out what this game is, it's a surgery simulator that you also have multiplayer surgery, surgery simulator driving game in VR that has a dating simulator built into it. A person checking levels to make sure there's not a dead person in IT. And Nessie, we do, we, we got rid of the rifles. No yeah, rifles. yeah, no rifles. No rifles. No rifles. More rifles. Pokemon Snap. And it's it, there we go. And uh, and it's more a, it's a survival game. Yeah. yeah. Did I leave yeah. anything out? Yeah. No. I think we nailed it. Yeah. Let's go yeah. ahead and put I a book. Yeah. And I and I, I like the Pokemon Snap aspect because then you see it and you go, nobody's gonna believe me unless I get a picture of mm-hmm. this. I like that. And then you have I to like try that. to line it up, but you also have to do all these other things. So are you gonna get the picture and maybe get it believable? Or... And that's the hardest part in the game is that's, taking that picture. That is, that's harder that than is surgery. The boss. That is yeah. that is the boss yeah. fight. There is some ambulance driver somewhere <laughs> who had an argument with his girlfriend and and right at this moment is like, see, I could have had this camera. I could have prepared. It's like what, have, have they been watching me? Yeah. <laughs> and his name that's is uh, Tim. I'm just going to put that out there. That's my life. <laughs> it's Tim's life. That is Tim's life. Well, I that's look, the name of the game, actually. Tim's life. Tim's, Tim's life. life. <laughs> Tim's life. <laughs> I look forward to getting the royalty checks for when that game gets made. Thank you, Ubisoft. <laughs> yeah, because In that's advanced. who will make it. Ubisoft. Yeah, I agree. I, Ubisoft, do it. Do it. <laughs> we know you listen. Everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> Including Tim. <laughs> Including Tim. Uh, all right. So that'll do it for our uh, Mighty Morsel so Tasty Topic. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And uh, that brings us to our Dragon of the Week. <laughs> It's the dragon of the week. Oh, it's so sweet. It's the dragon of the week. Oh, it's on fleek. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week. Dragon of the week is our chance to shine a light on the industry that we talk about. We love games and we want to know about the people behind it. So this week we're going to talk about more than just the people, but a whole company. Take it away, Joe. Thank you, guys. This week, I will be talking about the company Aiding. It's a Japanese company that used to be part of Rising, or Rising was part of it at some point. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rising, which means God of Lightning. Sounds like Raiden. Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was a Japanese pun, and I was like, I have never heard this pun before, but I'm really happy I know it now. Um, I'll tell you a couple of the games they made. It's a pretty extensive list. They are very well known for creating games based on anime and manga and shows, so... They started off with shooters, though. They did Sorcerer Striker. They did uh, Battle Garaga. They did uh, Terra Driver. They also created Bloody Roar. <gasps> uh, That's Bloody one Roar of my two. favorite fighters. My two. Yeah. Oh, you turn into an animal. It's <laughs> I wrote fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> we should read some of that one of these days. Uh, on I don't know air. about that. that uh, no, we're good. What? Did I say laugh. Bloody Roar? I meant Tekken. Ooh, oh, sorry. Oh. I get it confused. <laughs> you know what? No, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> don't even have it anymore. <laughs> Uh, they did uh, video games based on Global 13. They did video games based on Full Metal Alchemist, Zoids, Bleach, Zatch Bell, Dragon Quest. They did a couple of Dragon Quest games. Uh, they did one of the Castlevania games. They did Kamen Rider games. They were the ones that made Tatsukino versus uh, Capcom. They did uh, Marvel versus Capcom 3, oh, wow. Monster Hunter 3, Monster Hunter Generations. But the big one for me that stood out and why we're talking about them is that they created Naruto Clash of Ninja, which is also known as Gekyo Ninja Tyson. Oh. And it was for the GameCube. And it's one of my favorite fighting games of like all time. <laughs> Uh, they is. also made Battle Stadium D-O-N, which is one of the worst fighting games I've ever played. <laughs> but I have so many positive memories to it because the Japanese voice announcer, he sounds like the guy from Smash Brothers. But he was always saying their their names in English. So like if it was Chopper for One Piece, he was like, Choppa! Like, and he had the most amazing way to say people's names. Not at all. It was like, this nice. doesn't sound like, this is great. 
everything about this is wild. This game's terrible. But I'll listen to you talk all day. But anywho, uh, they started off in 1993, actually. They were founded in the city of Oda in Tokyo. And they were founded by former number- members of a different gaming company called Compile. They had been, all of them laid off from their original gaming company having been uh, folding and going under. Um, it was an arcade company. So many of them were actually known as very big deals in their fields. Like some of them did shooters, some of them did uh, fighters, and they decided they were going to create four different companies and they were all still friends. There are way too many names to name. There was no one head of the company. There was there was nothing like that. It was actually like a group of about 23 different people that all decided they were going to create these companies. Yeah, they compiled themselves. They did mm. compile themselves. <laughs> So uh, Raising was the name of the first, the, the main one that actually created the games and published the games. Aiding was the name of the, what their media side of their company was. And Aiding took care of just showing people the games and, sh- and showing them off. And it was pretty cool. Aiding was a separate piece of Rising. But in 1999, Raising became one with Aiding and they stopped being called Raising. It was all Aiding. And the two other companies that were created, Cave and I do not remember the name of the other one, they actually splintered off and did their own thing. So in 1999, they stopped making shooters altogether for arcades. They didn't do that anymore. They were still known for fighting games, though, and they started kind of branching out and talking to different publishers and different Japanese creators and getting the rights to be able to create fighting games for those. Bloody Roar still remains the only game they've ever made that was a fighter game that they created themselves. Everything mm. on that, they, there was no nothing else published anywhere. Because no yeah. one else would believe them, and like, right. do it. <laughs> and like in the middle of the fight, they're going to turn into a, a kangaroo. Yeah, and that's a, and it's a good start. That's a. Oh, that's oh, yeah. a <laughs> it's a great. It's a great. Game. Bloody Roar is probably one of my favorite fighters. For, uh, the GameCube era of fighters, like it was uh-huh. just so perfect. Yeah, yeah, I think that was Bloody Roar three, if my research is right. Mm-hmm. Um, but anywho, uh, so they originally did work on arcade games entirely. Um, the first few years, they had uh, Shinobu Yagawa who is a famous shooter developer. And he, to this day, still talks very highly of his time there because he helped create Sorcerer Striker, Battle Garga, and like three other games that were all huge in the shooter, the the uh, upscrolling shooters. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, was, it, was a, it was a really big deal. Um, a lot of the developers in the company uh, stayed throughout the entire 20-year history of the, of the company. And they wow. said one of their favorite things about the games was uh, working on games there was that uh, going from the arcade to the console, so in the early 2000s, they stopped working on arcade games as well. They said that arcade games had a very limited amount of sounds you could have. So one of the developers actually does an, an example. He goes, you can go, psh, psh, psh. And it was like, choo, choo, choo. And he's like, you see how there's no real difference between those? He goes, in consoles, so you can go, psh, psh, psh. <laughs> and he was like, he was making all the sounds, wow. and he was very animated about it. He was like, it was so amazing to have better sound because sound had gotten so much better in consoles versus the arcade systems. Mm-hmm. Um, currently, they are in Shinagawa City in Tokyo, and they, u- they mostly do mobile games at this point, and they do most of those exclusively to Japan only. Uh, when I looked up a bunch of the games, I really wanted to download some of them because they were like ridiculous. <laughs> There's one called like Rainbow Road Run, and it's a, it's one of those like Project Idol looking games. It looked great. I would play it if I could speak Japanese or read Japanese well enough. Um, <laughs> one of the big games I thought was really cool that they that they have had a very big hand in, aside from Gekyo Ninja, which we will get to, is they created that arcade uh, Dragon Quest arcade game that we played while we were there. They were the ones that made Battle Victory Road and Battle Victory Road Ultimate, which is the one that Brian played with all the cards, and it's like a 
a whole Dragon Quest setup to it. Uh, you know, we'll put it on YouTube this week. Actually, well, you guys will get to see what it looks like too. Yeah, it is. Nice. It is real. It's, it's an amazing looking arcade game. If it you was get a awesome. chance to look it up, <laughs> it was really, really very yeah. fun. It, it's got a whole phone set up, and and you QR scan in, and you fight in the you fight and play in the game. You have a scanner thing, and then the scanner spits out a card at the end of it, and the card has the QR thing in it, so you put it in your phone, and it, it's really cool. Yeah. Um, but to the title at hand, Gekyo Ninja Tyson, <laughs> the most amazing fighter. Next to Smash Brothers that I have ever played, <laughs> um, Gekyo Ninja Tyson was one of was a very uh, a very lucrative game for them. They made four of them for the GameCube. They made seven of them for the Wii and the Wii U. And the games to this day are still considered some of the better fighters that came out in them because they were so easy to play. They didn't have a whole heck of a lot. They're not like Street Fighter. They weren't like Mortal Kombat. You didn't have a million combos and a million different things to do. And the controls were so intuitive because of the response on the GameCube controller and because of the response on the, on the uh, Wii was they were saying that this is it's one of the mo- the fastest to be able to get out of something and get into something. Mm. Um, the people who worked on it were they were really into the idea of a basic fighter. They didn't want to make something that was too hard. They wanted to make something that kids that watched Naruto could play. <laughs> and I was like, "Thank you. I'm one of those kids. I appreciate that. I'm a grown adult, but I really want to play this kids game." <laughs> um, they were very tied to the series itself and they would only put out the game's uh, character list in the actual titles themselves w- that were going on in the game like at that point in time. They wouldn't put out anything extra even though the manga was like light years ahead. Uh, they put in secrets in the game where if you were watching the show and you knew how to do certain, if you knew certain things had to happen, if you pressed a certain combo or whatever, a secret move would happen that only happened in that point in time in the show. Oh, that's oh, fun. Wow. So, yeah, so like when Rock Lee goes, uh, goes to that, that, drops the weights and he gets really faster, it's super cool it happens in the game, it's super cool it happens in the anime, but you don't know, unless you type in the actual combo to do it, that he'll loosen up the wraps and he'll actually hit Gara nine times and eight times into the air and <laughs> smash him down, but he'll only do that for Gara at this specific moment if you type in the right code. It's, it, was, mm-hmm. it was pretty fun. great. That's awesome. Um, I played a whole lot of those games. Uh, I played them in Japanese first, and then I, they came out in Japan in 2003. And by the time the first one got ported here, it was 2006. And wow. the first one that was ported here was actually the second one. Um, and they pretended like it was the first one. Yeah, it was very weird. I that bought happens. it anyway, <laughs> and it was actually slower, oddly enough. It, it did have something changed about it. Like, it was mm-hmm. very yeah. weird. Um, so then we, my my group of friends, we continued to just play the Japanese ones. And we played them up until the last one that came out. And they were everything they, they added. It was always like some new power up or some new glowing crap that somebody shot at somebody else. It was just so cool. Um, <laughs> yeah, something new that they did in the anime yeah. that was that powered them up or yeah, whatever. Yeah, it, it was, it was ridiculous. Uh, but it was really, really fun. And I, I really liked I liked that group of games. Uh, they did uh, games that were much li- very similar to it. They made a Zatch Bell game and a Bleach game that were kind the same exact thing they were just real bad they were not fun to play they were not they had were much buggier it was nowhere near as interesting um they made common rider games some of that were for the arcade but they were the same style of fighter but you were actually just smashing buttons there was no real like kicker to it Mm -hmm. um but i wish there was because man common rider's got a ton of really cool little things that would have been great to scan in and like just like the dragon quest game (laughs) cool (laughs) one of the big ones that they had that was a success here was tatsukino versus capcom and uh, marvel versus capcom 3 monster hunter 3 those three got very big accolades while here, even even when ported to other systems. I wish Bloody Roar got that, because, man, I want another one of those. <laughs> they are making another one. Yes, they are. I'm Which is excited. awesome. And it is them. I'll believe it. I'll yeah. believe it when I see it. Right. I, I've gotten my hopes up before. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. So, but uh, that is aiding. That is the Japanese company that made Gekko Ninja Tyson and a whole bunch of other really awesome games. But let's face it, Gekko Ninja Tyson is still the better. <laughs> for, for our listeners at home, can you spell aiding for them? Aiding, yes, it's the number eight, I-N-G. And then if you look it up online, it's it's phonetically 
Aiding. E-I-G-H-T-I-N-G. So that's right. at Aiding Excellent. Co. Limited, I think is what it's in Japanese. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Nice. Ah, that's pretty cool. I like how you did like a personal spin on it because that is your like one of your favorite games. I remember when we first started dating and uh, and I went over and they're all playing this game and I've never played this game before. The Naruto one. <laughs> yeah, the Naruto one, yeah. And I'm looking and I'm just like, oh, okay, this is pretty cool looking. Mm-hmm. And then somebody handed me the controller and I was like, oh, okay, I'll oh, see no. what I can do. <laughs> and then uh, our friend Prime just whooped me. <laughs> and then he like turns to me and I was like, oh, I've never played this before. And I handed it off. He goes, oh, I wish you would have told me. I was like, no, 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 it's fine. <laughs> just, <laughs> oh, he knew. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was well aware. He, he didn't finish that match being like, oh, wow, I guess he's just, oh, wow. Yeah, he, he, yeah. I'm just this good at this. After two hits, he knew. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty funny. It is one of those games. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if, if so, that person hasn't gotten out of it in a move or two. Ooh, they they don't play this game. Yeah, <laughs> it's not hard. It isn't. But all right, awesome, awesome. So that'll do it for this week's episode, though. Kring, kong, king, king, bong. Yeah. Uh, but as always, you could find us online. That's right. Check us out on Twitter at Taste of Dragons. Uh, we are, yeah, we're reaching out to developers, yo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and People I saw on the TV like some of the things that I say about them that are nice. Yeah. So, yeah, find us on Twitter and join the conversation. Also, check us out on Instagram. We're putting out content mm-hmm. pretty much every day. Some fun clips here and there. And, uh, yeah, we'll throw some more things on YouTube at Taste of Dragons as well. Uh, and it's just more content. We're just trying to put out content over yeah. here. You I know? mean, what yeah. else are we going to do? We got <laughs> Charizard. Yeah. Is my is my W2 ready yet? Have you primed it, Charizard? <laughs> no? You burned it? Might as well. Okay. Yeah. That, just, that makes sense. do the same thing anyways. It's fine. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> just save me a step. It's fine. Uh, but, yeah, uh, as always, though, my name is Brian. My name's Troy. I'm Amanda. I'm Lewis. And I'm Joe. And we are The Taste Taste of Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Bye-bye. Yeah. Taste of Dragons gaming podcast. A podcast for everyone's taste.